0: Hey everybody, welcome back to grain markets and other stuff. Thank you for joining me. It is Sunday morning. Uh, we have tomorrow, which is uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Day, off uh, in the grain markets. And I was running through just a few charts here this morning, trying to get ready for uh, my newsletter on Tuesday morning. I, I do a little bit of prep over the weekend, typically, and uh, I was looking at the uh, fund positions in the grain markets, and I figured I would I would go back and discuss uh, just the position in the corn market specifically because it's it's really phenomenal what's taking place here, not only recently, but over the course of the last uh, six or seven months. So This is going to be a quick review, and I'll I'll give you my two cents on the situation. Remember, guys, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, hit that like button if you like the content. Make sure you subscribe. That would really help me out in in regard to YouTube and their algorithms. Helps me to spread these videos out a little bit more. If you're listening on the podcast, thank you for listening. Uh, Make sure you leave me a review, and make sure you subscribe um, to be uh, made aware when new content is available. Uh, To get right into this here, I want to go quickly and talk to you about the definition of Managed money or the funds. I I know that people uh, hear about, you know, in the the grain markets, people talk about the funds and and how the funds are long the market or short the market or whatever. And I'm not sure that the understanding of of who the funds are is necessarily that great. Um, So this is the definition off of the CFTC website Um, Managed money trader, MMT, uh, a futures market participant who engages in futures trades on behalf of investment funds or clients, while MMTs are commonly equated with hedge funds they may include commodity pool operators and other managed accounts as well as hedge funds so that's that's the definition of what we're talking about when we talk about the funds or managed money these are large speculators um, some sort of fund whether it's a hedge fund or or a commodity pool operator whatever and and the big thing here is that these big funds do not have a position in the physical market um, they're not hedgers these are are speculative, traders. They're, they're simply speculating on the markets. They don't have a position in the physical market. Those large traders who have positions in the physical market, we'd refer to as commercials. Those are like your ABCDs or, or grain elevators or whoever, people who have uh, positions in the cash market. Those are hedgers. Managed money, who we're talking about here, these are large speculators, large funds, um, hedge funds, commodity pool operators, that sort of stuff. So These are large speculators. And remember, guys, um, I, I know that most people know this, but the futures market is what we call a zero-sum game. For somebody to make a dollar in the futures market, somebody else has to lose a dollar. So um, it, I always get this question, and it's often phrased this way. People will say, is the market long or short? And that's not a question that I can answer because for every long in the market, there is a short. So, uh, when we talk about the funds, we're talking about just this segment of traders and there are other positions in the market that totally offset and, and are opposite of what these, uh, large speculators have in the market. But I figured I would explain that real briefly. And if you have follow up questions to that, drop a comment in the, uh, in the YouTube video or you can, um, you can, uh, shoot me an email to info at standardgrain.com and I could explain it to you, um, in a little bit more detail. So the chart I'm going to show up on my screen here, this is the net fund position or the net position of managed money in the corn market dating back to, uh, like 2007. And that was kind of when they began what we call the, the modern era of record keeping in regard to, to CFTC and the corn market. Um, as of last Tuesday, which was January 12th, I believe, uh, fund traders, large money managers. This is the futures only version, by the way, for you CFTC uh scholars out there. Um, funds were net long 360,000 contracts of corn uh, as of last Tuesday. And it was estimated that late last week, funds bought an additional like 40,000 contracts, which puts them at at Friday's close. And est- at Friday's close, uh, they're estimated to be long about 400,000 contracts. And what you can see from the chart here is that if that four hundred thousand were confirmed, that would be very, very close to a record long position. The uh, the record long in, in this modern era of record keeping uh, was in two thousand eleven. Funds were officially long uh, four hundred and nine thousand contracts in March of two thousand eleven. So we're we're getting very close to record length here. If these private estimates are anywhere near reality, and they've they've been very off as of late. Um, when you get into these lofty price levels and uh, you see more volatility, it's a little bit trickier, I think, to gauge where the funds are at. But in any case case they're they're very heavily long they're close to to record long and in by most estimations so that that in itself is is interesting that large speculators are essentially the most bullish the corn market that they've ever been barring uh that period in 2011 um What's even more, uh, surprising and interesting and, and phenomenal to me is the way in which this happened. If you go back to, uh, this point on the chart down here, this was, uh, June of 2020 on, on June. It was like mid June 2020. Funds were net short. They were net short 302,000 contracts in mid June of 2020. Just this last year, we're talking seven months ago. Um, that was at the time and, and still is, I guess, basically the second largest net short position on record. So in that time from mid-June of of 2020 to last week, funds were net buyers of 700,000 contracts of corn over the course of of like seven months, which is really phenomenal. We've never seen a, a swing like that. Uh, it is interesting to note that we saw something similar but less dramatic in 2019. In 2019, funds were record short corn um, in April. They were short 344,000 contracts, and then they very quickly flipped that net short to a net long of 178,000. So they they flipped like you know over 500,000 contracts at that time, which was uh very impressive. So we've even gone above and beyond that here with yet another massive swing from 2020 into 2021. One, Um, this is interesting for a number of reasons Um, in regard to grain marketing, and I know that a lot of people out. out there listening are our farmers. Um in regard to grain marketing, I like to use this data um as as one of, of several marketing tools. And what I typically like to do is I, I like to really try to avoid sales if I see that that large speculators are super heavily short. Because when when funds are super heavily short, that typically means that the market's kind of down and out. And of course, you know, very simply We're, we're interested in selling high and not selling low, right? If we're, if we're talking about marketing cash grain. So I try to avoid sales when, when funds are, are very heavily short. And I try to, you know, do my marketing typically, um, when funds are long to heavily long. And, and we've been in that situation here for a long time now. I mean, funds have been long or, or what I'd consider to be heavily long since, Mid October, so it's not like this is the only indicator that you can use, but it's 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 one indicator that I like to use. So that's something to keep in mind is is that in in many situations, your best marketing opportunities will come when the funds or large money managers are long or heavily long. Um, I guess the other thing is is like the, the question why why did this massive swing in sentiment occur? in such a uh short period of time and, and the answer to that is something that we don't really know. You gotta keep in mind that the funds are a group of traders that are not related. It's not like all the funds talk to each other every weekend about their position. I mean maybe they do, but I, I don't think they do. <laughs> but um uh the the change in sentiment here is is phenomenal and uh it it happened in my opinion for a number of dis a, a number of different reasons and, and this is all opinion based but We saw a massive shift in the supply-demand situation or the perceived supply and demand situation from uh say last summer through, you know, these first couple weeks of January. Last summer in May and June, USDA was projecting these phenomenal uh stocks of corn, this massively burdens burdensome supply and demand situation. And things just looked really, really, really negative at the time fast forward we ended up with a light crop in the US in 2020 we ended up with some phenomenal export demand that was above and beyond uh what anybody thought was possible uh, we did have some demand struggles as well ethanol continues to struggle and that's a totally different conversation but but the 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 situation uh changed drastically from a fundamental standpoint just when it comes to to pure supply and demand the other thing that changed in my opinion was the uh was COVID and the, the, the government stimulus that, that came out of COVID. And a lot of things changed when that first stimulus was built bill was signed back in late March. Um, We saw the US dollar reverse trends. Uh, The US dollar had been trending higher ahead of that stimulus and quickly reversed and began to trend lower in late March uh, when that first stimulus was signed. We saw commodity prices as a whole. If you look at like the Goldman index, the Bloomberg index, they essentially bottomed about the same time that that first stimulus bill was signed and started to trend higher. Um, You saw the stock market you know your S and P 500, your Dow, your your major indexes. They bottomed around that time that the stimulus was was signed, and they began to trend higher. So I think that the the weaker dollar, the uh, maybe fear of inflation um, has caused uh, part of this. I think that it's partially responsible, in my opinion. I think it's partially responsible for the massive shift in sentiment. You got to remember that if if you're afraid of inflation. Um, or you're afraid of a weaker dollar. Um, commodities being a long position in the commodities market is is kind of a hedge against that in a roundabout way. and And we've seen this uh, in in past instances where the dollar has weakened. If you go back to say 2007 or 2008, uh, we had a very weak dollar during that time frame, uh, also following a big uh, government money printing uh, type scenario. And, and we saw a similar deal. We saw a big uh, spec run-up in uh, the corn market and a number of other commodity markets. That was back in a different world when crude oil was at 140 bucks. But the, the big shift in sentiment here has happened, in my opinion, for a few different reasons. I think supply and demand has a ton to do with it. We're in a much, much tighter situation in regard to corn uh, here in the United States, especially, than we were back in, in say, May or June. And I, I really think that just the world has changed in terms of the value of the dollar, um, fears regarding uh inflation, and and that sort of thing. So there's a number of things that, that have uh, caused this big change in sentiment. I mean, we went from essentially large speculators holding the second most bearish position ever back in mid-June to now holding almost the most bullish position ever. So, as it it stands here this morning, I mean, the funds are are obviously really friendly the market. Um they're set up that way. Again, these are large speculators that do not have a position uh in the cash grain market. They're not hedgers. They're large speculators and they are extremely heavily long here. Uh, uh again, because of a tighter supply and demand situation. Um I think in my opinion, if I had to guess, um because we've got a weaker dollar because there's some inflationary type stuff going on. But that is all up for debate. The reasoning is up for debate. I can't go and interview every fund trader and ask them why they're long. All we know is that they're long. Uh, why they're long is, is, is a question that, uh, cannot, uh, be answered with, with any sort of guarantee. We can only speculate on that. So I figured I would just uh, give you this quick update here, uh, this morning. I hope this was useful to you. Remember guys, if you need some more information from me, uh, go to my website, it is www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website, click on grain marketing plan here in the upper right-hand corner for 49 bucks a month. I will send you my morning email, which goes out every business day at six 30 central time. I'll send you my text message message service. I will let you know exactly. Uh, when how and specifically, I'm pricing corn soybeans and wheat throughout the year, so certainly check that out. Um, everybody, have a great weekend. I will be back with my normal uh, morning routine on Tuesday.